Welcome to Family Matters with your host, Dr. Virginia Collin. In this program, we will explore some of the challenges families face and the solutions they create in today's world, where marriage, parenting, and family forms are not what they once were. Now, here is Dr. Virginia Collin. This is Virginia Collin broadcasting live from the Sage Summit in New Orleans. My guest for a little while here today is Prudence Gensman of MindsetReset.com. And both of us are talk show hosts on Voice America. And I'm also a family mediator running my own business. And one of the things that I needed to learn when running my own business was to pay attention to my mindset to my expectations and beliefs and, you know, what I was bringing into my life. Mindset is Prudence's area of expertise, so I thought I would take this opportunity for the two of us just to talk about that. Thank you, Virginia, for asking me to uh, be here with you for this. So what, what would you most like people to know about Mindset? You know, part of what I love about Mindset Reset is that we have the opportunity to take a look at things in a whole new way. That the things that we took for granted, there might be a whole other perspective that we're missing out on that can sort of rocket us to a different level in our lives or a different level in our business or in our relationships. So when when we look at or when we rethink what we're thinking, then we can begin to see that we can direct our train of thought. I like to say, you know, you are the conductor of your own train of thought. You get to pick which, which tracks you run on, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned about mindset in the context of business. I was being taught by someone who was teaching how to expect that your business is going to do well, it's going to grow, it's going to thrive, good things are going to happen. You know, if, if you expect to fail, you will. Um, but where I most applied it, wh- or where I first applied it the most, was with regard to my own health. I've had a long-time problem with chronic fatigue, and, you know, my regular doctors had gotten to the limits of what they could help me with, and I thought I was sort of stuck with the level of being tired an awful lot of the time that I had. And I made a decision while I was at this business training program about mindset that I was going to change my mindset about my health. I was going to believe that I could get healthier and I was going to expect for that to happen. Yeah, mindset is powerful. It's, you know, actually in my book, Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice, I break mindset down into many facets of life, that of health and wellness, separate from how we look at medical management and separate from self-care and they all sort of intertwine a bit but there the truth is is that mindset and and what we what we think there's physiological things that happen within our brain this is it's not just a concept this is an actual science there's an actual structure that is happening as as we are thinking thoughts as we are running mindsets whether they're old programs in our head about about health and how healthy we'll be there's there's a foundation that's being laid there by the nerves in our mind and the nerves in our brain and our, and and our chemistry 
And as we take a step back, and maybe when we hear of a new diagnosis, then we can actually take a look and say, is this still really working for me? What is it that I really want to believe, and how do I then move forward with with looking at this from a fresh perspective? One of the things I, I loved um, this morning here at the Sage Summit when um, Colin Powell was speaking, and he shared of he had like 13 different principles that he foundational principles that he believes in and one of them was um, persistent optimism persistent optimism and it's not just a nice thought it's a real thing that then because we can begin to then lay with this persistent optimism lay new pathways in the brain that help us then to to become healthier to reach the goals that we want to achieve and we genuinely are laying down new tracks, new pathways, which then release different neurotoxin, neurochemicals and help to rid neurotoxins. And the next thing you know, you're moving forward. So there's a lot to taking in the mindset and really looking optimistically at how yeah. can I grow and expand in whether it's in life with health or whether it's in business. And in business, how can I get to that next level? Right. And one of the things that I found was that a piece of this for me was nothing mysterious or magical or or neurochemicals changing in my brain necessarily the first thing was where i was putting my attention absolutely you know i decided to change how i thought about what i could do about my health i decided to believe that i could get healthier and that resulted very quickly in me paying attention to what I was eating and whether I was taking care to have enough opportunities to get really good quality restful sleep and then getting active about finding a doctor who could help me since the folks in my regular health plan had gone as far as they could go there was nothing else that they knew how to do and I was sure that it was possible for me to get healthier I looked around and I found a doctor who practices integrative medicine and had a large number of ideas about additional testing we could do to see what's going wrong in my body and what might help fix that. And just additional ideas of how to support my body's ability to heal itself. To me, that's the power of of mindset and being able to take a look at it everything in a different way so you don't necessarily have to know how the science behind it works it's just be knowing and being aware that there's something real to it right mm -hmm. you don't need to know how the integrative medicine physician how he does all of his behind the scene things but because of who you are you want to go out and explore something new and know that he this person she happens to she, be a woman she <laughs> I, I say he because mine is a he <laughs> okay. I also have an integrative <laughs> medicine doctor um, so they have their tools and the beauty is is because then you're willing to say I think there's a different approach I can take and then the right people show up you know and that's to me what it's really about when we when we do look at in different directions when we do say there's something different that I want again whether in my business or in my health or in my life then when we ask that question and start to shift our attention then the right people show up to then help us in that next step okay. are you comfortable telling us about a time when you needed to change your own mindset and that was a really important thing in your life 
it's a fantastic question. You know, my background is in the field of neuro rehab, um, and I just have a real passion and love with helping people in that avenue. And I did all the traditional things. I came out of school, had my degrees, I'm working in the field, you know, working with my patients. And I remember very distinctly, I was running a wonderful program, and I remember having a moment where I realized I'd married my career. And at the end of the day, I here I loved the company I was working for. I still do contract work for them even today, but I loved the company I was working for. I loved what I was doing, and I didn't love myself in the way that I felt I needed to. And I left it. I walked away and, and stepped out and, and did what I say. I, took, I left my career for my job, and now I left my job for my life. And I feel like what I'm doing here with Mindset Reset is about creating my art. And this is my art and the way I can show up in the world. Okay. So this is, this is really a calling for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, yeah. you know, I, I had to step back and look at my day job was working with patients to help through rehabilitation. My evening job and week, weekends were doing retreats and seminars and helping people grow in their personal life in that way. And I had this moment when I realized why was I living these two separate lives? And what would happen if I brought them together? And what, I, what happened was mindset reset. Okay. Was that scary? Were you at financial risk for a while? You know, the scary part was more that it was unknown. The mm. scary part was knowing that I was stepping out on my own. And, you know, I, I shared earlier, when, when people start their own business, it's a very personal decision because, you know, I'm sharing who I am from a personal place. And, and it can, some people aren't comfortable with that and it takes a little bit of time so it it became a process and it was nice when I had the idea it just sort of evolved you know it didn't go from zero to 100 all in one day I Mm -hmm. think sometimes there's that pressure for it to to do that but it was an evolutionary process to develop the business and to really then put the two pieces together and get it out in such a big way well I also run my own business it's Colin Family Mediation Group you can find them online, ColinFamilyMediationGroup.com. Colin has one L and no S. Um, one of the big things that I learned in starting my own business is that being good at what you do is not enough. You also have to be good at helping people find out who you are and where you are and, you know, just be able to find you if they need your services. Absolutely. And I'm mentioning this because I'm also on the board of the Academy of Professional Family Mediators, so now I work with and for hundreds of mediators all over the United States and some of them beyond the United States. (laughs) And a lot of people who start in the field of family mediation start with a fear that it's going to be awfully hard to earn a living this way. It's going to be awfully hard to find clients who want to pay us for what we do, even though what we do is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we, you know, we help people stop fighting and stay out of court. That's pretty awesome. That, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Is there any general advice about mindset that I could pass along to other family mediators? You know, money is always this big it comes up in every industry you know is this am I taking a big risk and am I going to be financially rewarded for it and it's a big topic I think 
One of the nuggets to remember is that money is just a thing. Money is just this object that we assign a whole bunch of energy to. And when we can begin to shift what that really means and to look at what are our needs and, and to also see the bigger need of feeling fulfilled, feeling like we're contributing, it's really amazing that if we kind of let go of holding on so tight to this, am I going to make it or not, and we t- step through the process, often then it takes care of itself. And I'm not saying that's 100% because sometimes people don't know how to really let go. They just hold on so tight to this thing of money, 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 that then they aren't able to see the forest for the trees. And then they're maybe missing out on opportunities. I wonder if you can make that a little more concrete for me because, you know, I'm thinking money's just money, but then again, money is the currency of exchange. You know, most people live in such a way that they really do have to make the mortgage payment or pay the rent. Sure. You know, you do have to have enough money to buy food. So So one of the things one of the things to keep in mind is that when we are creating a business, when we are stepping into something new and searching for our dreams, when we're beginning to do those things I hear a lot of people say, I can't possibly do it because I don't have enough money. I don't have money for marketing. I don't have money for a website developer. I don't have money for this. I don't have money for that. And what I challenge people to do is instead sit back and go, okay, tell me what the best web designer, the the ideal web designer for you might look like. Tell me what the, and begin to create what that is for you, that, that who's the right, who's your right social media person? Who's your right, whatever that person is that you need. And based on what I'm sharing, in my experience, what happens then is the right people show up and the right processes show up so that people are able to kind of start and take those steps. And it could be that, that people are offering things and services for free, or it could be that you're able to team up and work with somebody who maybe has someone in place to help with those. There's always ways to go about doing it. And that's the take home message. There's always ways to do it. So if you are really wanting to step forward into this, I think it's important to find a mentor, a mentor who's, who maybe is someone like as yourself, Virginia, who is, has had the experience so that they have some sense of how do I grow a mediation business. Um, it's important to have support so that when you are kind of in that place of sometimes panic of, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay this bill this month? Maybe there's... When we do that, we get these blinders on, and maybe it's having an outside person that can reflect to say, look, but you're missing this point, and you're missing this, and maybe there's another connection. Oh, I've been meaning to introduce you to these people because now, and then jobs show up. Mm-hmm. So it's trusting that there's a whole lot more that's involved than just an exchange of hours. There's a, there's, there's a lot of energy mm-hmm. that's involved with it. Probably that's uh, something that I need to still work on uh, for myself because I have l- I've been looking for a couple of years and I have not found the right collection of people to for us to support each other in our businesses and um, you know do the things that we're all trying to do. I've well, met some wonderful people along the way and made some great friendships and some good relationships, but not yet everything I need. Well, and I. I think sometimes people forget, you know, you're in business by yourself, but you can't do business by yourself. 
you know that's when we're at an event like this here at the sage summit we're networking and we're meeting other people and sometimes it's finding a right power partner to work with i don't know if you've, i've heard that term a few times but a power partner that that not necessarily that you're doing the business all in one so they're not necessarily your business partner but they have their business and it's and it's congruent with what you're doing and then there can be an exchange and there's something amazing that happens when like-minded people come together and step forward and so that might be an avenue is to kind of take a look or even just begin to visualize what would that power partner be like how would they work what would they what does that look like for what you're doing and see what see what shows up see what attracts they might be somebody that you've known for years and had just never put the two together okay it just occurred to me that I should probably take this opportunity to say for the benefit of other family mediators that if you're now in the place where I was when I started thinking I know how to mediate, but I don't know how to help people find me so that I can provide them the services they need and want. There's a solution available. The Academy of Professional Family Mediators is having a conference in October 2015 near Washington, D.C., and the theme of the conference is Selling Peace in an Adversarial World. So this is very definitely a place where family mediators can go and meet the people who can help them to grow their businesses, which are all over the country. That's excellent. You know, it brought something to mind as you were saying that, um, and we were talking about power partners. Um, you know, we each have our strengths. We each have things that w- that really shine for us. And then we maybe have an area that might not be a strength or it might not be something that we're just as well-versed in. And that's where... <coughs> having another person that maybe can can fill that role so if, if your your nugget your thing that you're really um, drawn by is the mediation and there's this whole let's say a marketing piece then maybe part of it's attracting the right marketing person to then couple in so that they're out there and doing that work so that allows you to do what you're strong at and them to do what they're strong at and then working together it, it it's a win-win for both parties That would be excellent. I hope I find that person. (laughs) Um, I'm talking today with Prudence Gensman of MindsetReset.com, and we're here at the Sage Summit in New Orleans, um, enjoying the opportunity for Voice America to broadcast live from this really large business convention. I believe it's the largest. (laughs) I think they said the largest in the world. Four days of business and, and taking business to a whole nother level with technology advancement and people advancement. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty impressive convention. So let's see, back to, where should we go back to? Mindsets or family mediation or uh, turning points in people's lives? I, it's all of the above, I think. You know, it, I, I'm struck by the resounding idea that at the end of the day, we're all people, you know, and, and we come in with all of our who we are, good, bad, and different, and, and we show up, and we do things like create, you know, Sage Summit started as, as, as a sparkle in someone's mind, we, at, the mediation for you started as a sparkle, and, a, and a, it all of a sudden just kind of showed up in your lap as you were sharing with me a little bit, and, and it unfolded. Um, mindset reset was this evolution and I think that's a big 
take home piece is everything that we're stepping into is evolution. Everything we want to grow into, everything that we're developing, whether it is a business or whether it's just even in our personal life, it's an evolution. And it's, it's, and it takes taking one step at a time. Okay. Uh, and I'll go ahead and say something about how the field of family mediation has evolved. Um, a lot of people have never heard of family mediators. They don't know that this profession exists. And some of the people who do know the field exists think only of divorce mediation. And it is true that if you're getting divorced, one of the smartest things you can do is find a well-trained professional family mediator to work with you. They will save you literally thousands of dollars compared to hiring a couple of attorneys to do your negotiating for you. Um, so that's one piece of family mediation. But family mediation is so much more than that. We do marriage mediation. Oh, really? We, we help people who've been you know, married for 10 years and... They're different now than they were when they first fell in love and went through that honeymoon phase. And, you know, now they've got a couple of kids and a house and a car and a mortgage and um, busy lives. And they're finding themselves not feeling really well connected anymore or not satisfied with each other anymore. So instead of sitting on it for three to five years, which is, which is what people do before they initiate the process of getting divorced, they've already been thinking about it for three to five years, you know, let's catch it early yeah. when it's not so bad yet. Go talk to a mediator and talk about what are the things that you want to do differently within your marriage so that both of you will find that that's where you want to stay. That's where you want to live your lives. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that I, I think that people don't understand that mediation is an option or that it might be a last resort. I don't think they really understand that there's there's a whole stage in between. And that's, you know, we're talking about mindsets. That's that's <laughs> knowing that there's a difference to just running to a divorce. There might be other options in between. First, to hopefully maybe prevent that right. by by seeking help out beforehand, or if you are going through that avenue, in a way to do it that is maybe a little more amenable and 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 workable without then having to engage in unfortunate tug of wars that can happen when yeah. somebody's going through the struggle of divorce. Right. Another area that family mediators help with is making decisions about elder care and inheritance and, you know, end-of-life decisions. Um, it very often happens that there will be four adult siblings with a parent who's got some level of dementia that's gradually getting worse. And among the four siblings, there are at least two radically different opinions about what would Absolutely. be the best way to take care of mom or dad. You know, I actually <laughs> even cover that. I have a section on that in my book because because the truth is, is, is people have various different thoughts on end of life or on how medical care and and things such as the DNR and whether or not to resuscitate and all of that. It, it's a very real discussion. And right. unfortunately, sometimes people don't don't have it until that moment right. when when the person that they're talking about can't make that decision right. so it's it those those are very important yeah. questions and 
and things and to know. Sometimes it's about what are we going to do for the next unknown number of years while mom or dad is still alive but is no longer well and is getting worse. Yeah. Which one of us is going to bear the financial burden? Which one of us is going to talk to the doctors? Which one of us is going to supervise the, you know, the daily care Absolutely. if daily care is needed? Just make plans. So, yeah, elder yeah. care decisions. That's an area family mediators help with. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, I'd love to share with the listeners as we're getting close to the end how they can find me. Okay, um, let's do that. So you can find me uh, at www.mindsetreset.com. You can also tune in to my show, Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman on the Voice America Women's Channel, Tuesday mornings at, at 8 a.m. I'm here I've got my mind in Central Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, so it would be 10 Central, 11 o'clock Eastern. Um, each Tuesday morning and you can listen to any of our, my past shows there on my host site on Voice America Women. Yeah. yeah, that's an awesome thing about Voice America. All of the shows that all of us have ever broadcast or I don't know, maybe one or two got lost somewhere along the line, but almost all of them are yeah. there available on yeah. the internet. Um, so you can look up voiceamerica.com and then look for the host you want to listen to. My name is Virginia Collin. Collin has one L and no S. I talk, I, my regular show is Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And we talk about a huge variety of different kinds of family matters, some of which have nothing to do with family mediation, <laughs> like getting your kids to sleep through the night or how you go on as a family after there's been a suicide, um, how you get your, uh, you know, so how you form a step family and so you on. You had a show on Medicare the other day. Yes, that I, yes, I heard a yes, few minutes of. Yes. Yeah, it's very powerful. And you can also find our shows on iTunes. That's true. You can go to iTunes and download it. And please leave a review. <laughs> okay. Once again, this is Virginia Collin with Voice America broadcasting live from Sage Summit in New Orleans. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.